The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Deer crashes through patrol car window in bizarre South Carolina accident. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A South Carolina cop escaped injury when a deer struck by another motorist went airborne and crashed through a patrol car window, landing in the cruiser's front seat, according to cops. A Dorchester County Sheriff's Office deputy spotted the deer approaching the road on a highway outside Charleston. As the deputy stopped his vehicle, another car hit the deer, sending the animal into the air. As seen in these police photos, the deer smashed through the cop's car's windshield, landing in the passenger seat. Neither the deputy or the other driver sustained serious injuries. The deer was killed in the collision. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Hey! Where the mayonnaise? They don't mayonnaise. You know that? Where they have the mayonnaise? Somewhere it is. Uh oh. Uh oh. Where the hell are you now? Uh, what? What I do now? Damn it, Daryl! Don't give me no attitude. It ain't yeah, always about uh, what Earl, you do, but uh, what you allow to happen. Well, what's that supposed to mean? Just now, I sat down. In my chair to watch a movie. I had my beer and my chips ready to go. When I saw on the rug a smear of feces with well, worms uh, crawling uh, in it. Um, I like to gag. <laughs> well, um. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. And answer me this. Did you? Let that mangy mutt into this house uh, after I uh, told you not uh, to. Uh, uh, oh. Answer me, damn it. Yes, I did. It was raining. Uh, I feel uh, sorry for uh, it. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry about the buttworms. <laughs> That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic and non-mic versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson mr N-A-I-L-S-I-N It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com
You ever find yourself breaking into a woman's home just so you can steal her underwear and sniff it? Yeah, chances are you're going to end up in jail, or at the very least slapped with a restraining order. But such are the pitfalls of having an obsession for a woman you can never truly have. But what if it was possible to have your very own replica of said woman in your home that you can order to do whatever you want? Well, now you can with Dr. Ishipupu's Girl of Your Dreams Sex Droid. Yes, I am Dr. Ishipupu. And with my sex droid and the utilization of the latest technology in digital 3D printing, you can now have the girl of your dreams. All you need do is have profile shot and front face frontal shot, and you can provide that simply by stalking, as I know you will do. Once we have that on file, we can produce for you the perfect girl of your dreams. We can even make improvement in bus size and buttocks. She will obey all your commands. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Guaranteed to feel like a woman. Not that you would know. <laughs> Hurry now and order your girl of your dreams. Yes, operators are standing by for Dr. Ishipupu's Girl of Your Dreams sex droid. Don't delay. Order today. Warning, sex droids can result in castration. If this happens to you, you have been warned, and therefore we are not held liable. Once the transition clears, we wipe our ass at you. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, <laughs> this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man. Where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bum Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. And now, from Nelson Productions comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! In our last episode, Bubba and the crew of the Edsel were once again confronted by the Martian vessel. The result was a massive explosion that once again rendered the vicinity of Uranus very, very quiet. Ship's log, Captain Bubba Stargon of the Uranus Patrol vessel Edsel, reporting. Well, we've been having our asses handed to us by this mysterious Martian attack vessel that Dr. Saris Lear believes to be Scorpion class, but we can't really substantiate that because, uh, due to some sort of camouflage technology, whatever, we can't see it through any sensor device we have. Uh, it destroyed our space station and has been hitting us several times over. We just barely survived an attack from an atomic torpedo. 
Everything's gone quiet. We've had to shut down everything so that we can possibly render ourselves almost as invisible to them as they are to us. And cloak ourselves within the debris of the station and the surrounding asteroids. Unfortunately, in the last blast, our retro cannons were completely ruined. Along with our force field protection. Spot says he's managed to stabilize it at 10%, but it might as well not be there at all. If they can fire off another atomic torpedo. I mean, due to our blindness in this situation, we've no idea how much damage we've done to them. So, boy, it's really... It just really sucks, you know? Uh, and uh, with the cannons being out, if they come up from behind us... Well, we can't defend ourselves. If we can catch them in front of us, we got a good shot, but we gotta wait for them to shoot first. So, if only we had those retro cannons, but uh, the only one on staff that could possibly repair them is Deputy Polyp, and, well, he's laid up in sickbay with a sore ass. So that just leaves us to our own devices, which uh, I don't have much confidence in. Ludie's come up with a plan, she thinks, by, uh, using our own sensors to send out signals that might bounce off of their own scans. But once we make contact, we've only got seconds to act, because once that happens, they'll know where we are, too, as we know where they are. We got one shot, and if it's in behind us, well, we're screwed. Status, Lieutenant Ludie. All scans are negative. Damn it. Butsy, what about oh. communication chatter? Uh, Picking up anything? Oh, no, no, just just, just uh. some chatter coming from the Astro Cosmos Star Stuff. Yeah, great. Bubba, you know, if we could get those cannons working, we'd have a better fighting chance. Yeah, I know, Spot, but with Polyp laid up, he's the yeah. best man and expert on how to deal with weapons repair. Yeah, and I know. So we're, we're, none of us got the skill to do it. Right, so. so uh, that's, a, that's a no go on that one, buddy. Yeah, but perhaps we can. Have him relay instructions from sickbay if Dr. Hatfield thinks huh. he's up to it. Oh, yeah. And thought of that. Let me get Booze on the horn. Booze Bubba. Come on, Booze. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, Booze, you think you could get uh, Polyp to uh, give us instructions on how to perform repairs on the retro cannons? Oh, no, Bubba. I had to put him under again. I mean, he's screaming in pain from the procedure. Oh, man, it did a number on his rectum. <laughs> hey, he's going to be laid up for quite a while. Besides, he's got to sleep with his face mashed into a inflatable donut. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, Booze. Damn. Jeez, oh, that's, that's some... Yeah, you, this damn war! What it does to good men. <sighs> if only we could restore the power packs to at least... Recharge the force field. Yeah, well, we can't because our power packs were in the station. And the station is now so much confetti. Oh, sir, you can get replacement power packs at the Astro Cosmo. Yeah, that's great, Butsy, but how are we going to get over there without the Martians blowing our asses off like they did to poor Paula? Oh, yeah. Oh. Scanner's picking up a scanner signal, Captain. Uh, finally. You sure it's not an echo? No, no, it's definitely Martian. Okay, send the data over to Spot's targeting program. Okay. Here it comes, calculating. I've got a location. All right, fire! Uh, oh, it, uh, damn it! 
Fire spot? If we can see them, they can see us. The guidance systems are all fried. I, I can't get a direct lock on the target. Spot just fire in the general direction. Huh? Shatter at the asteroids in their vicinity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do that, Spot. Oh, man, I hope that got him. Did we get him? Oh, man. Captain, getting a visual. Visual? Let's see it. Oh, man. I think we did more damage to him than we had thought. Look at that. Captain. I believe the damage we did has damaged their ability to camouflage themselves. We now have a clear shot, if only our guidance systems were operating properly. Yeah, well, just shoot in the general direction again. Oh, Captain, we're getting a community for the enemy battle! Uh, uh, Alright, uh, let's see him. This... Whoa! He's man. Captain of Uranus Patrol Vessel. Yeah, that's me. Well played. Well. <laughs> I congratulate you on your cunning strategy. Uh, I must confess, I have some amount of admiration for it. Perhaps a spot in some into view, other right? life. <laughs> we could have been comrades. Okay. All right, As commander uh, of this target vessel, their vessel and blow this piece of shit away. Wait, wait, no, no. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so long, Commander Royd. <laughs> commander Royd. Ah, whatever. Sensors seem to indicate enemy vessel completely destroyed. Not getting any signal of, of any survivors, sir. <laughs> well, good riddance, those <laughs> buttholes. That's good for them. Wasn't gonna bother to try to save them anyway, assholes. Hey, look what they did to our station. Yeah, I hope they're all burning in hell. <laughs> all right, best speed to Astro Cosmo, where we can try to begin to recover from this horrible disaster. But you know what? Good job all around. Even you, Looney. I mean, you know, you helped. So, uh, hey, let's head over to the break room fridge and get a, have ourselves a few beers, huh? Yeah, uh, come on. I'll join you in a bit, sir. Gotta finish up up here. Okay, Looney, but uh, don't cry to me if uh, all the beer is gone. Jeez. <laughs> No, damn it, we can receive communications, but can't quite transfer. I can't put it on a secure circuit. Of course, my own private communication array was destroyed in the battle. The only other personal communication array would be in the captain's cabin. It's my only choice. I've got to risk it. And so, Lieutenant Ludi slips out of the bridge of the Edsel... Down to the captain's personal cabin. She slinks in and accesses the captain's personal communication array and makes contact with General Magnus Rex of the Martian Empire. Well done, Lieutenant Mooney. Thank you, sir, and thank you for transferring the Scorpio Noir's scanner signal code so that we could target it. The loss of the Scorpio Noir was a necessary one, in light of my agent being so close to Dr. Sars Lear. What are your orders, sir? Remain close to Lear and await further instructions, Lieutenant Thank you, sir. Oh, someone's coming. I, I gotta go. God damn it. Nowhere to run to, nowhere to hide. Oh, jeez. Oh, I am an out of space. Uh, <laughs> what, 
Huh? Uh, hey, Louie. brother. Uh, what are you uh, doing in my cabin? Well, isn't it obvious? I mean, uh... Whoa. All that heroism you showed during the battle, it, uh... Well, it did something to me. Oh, man. I knew it was only a matter of time, and... Oh, man. Wow. Green titties. Oh, no! Will Bubba succumb to Ludi's seduction, distracting him from the obvious treasonous espionage she's involved in? Y yes, y y yes, it, it will totally do that. Oh, what's to become of the crew of the Ansel with a traitor in their midst? Find out in the further adventures of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida man arrested after offering an undercover cop a hamburger in exchange for sex act. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man arranged to receive oral sex from an undercover female cop in exchange for a hamburger. Frank Capone, 57, was arrested after allegedly striking the burger for sex arrangement with a St. Petersburg cop. The affidavit does not indicate whether Capone possessed the hamburger or was prepared to procure one pre-fellatio. When questioned by arresting officers, Capone reportedly acknowledged that he and the female spoke of slacks. Charged with the misdemeanor prostitution count, Capone was booked into the county jail, for which he bonded out after posting $250 bond. Capone's rap sheet includes convictions for grand theft, battery on a law enforcement officer. Cops noted that Capone, who operates an auto body shop, has a death before dishonored tattoo on his right arm and a grim reaper inked on his forearm <laughs> it's too late if you intended to die before dishonor Capone this has been a Nelson News Bulletin Sally I told you you needed to lose at least 25 pounds but since our last visit you've gained 10 <laughs> No, Doctor, but no matter what I do, I just can't seem to fight my compulsion to eat. Hmm, well, perhaps you should try slip-through. Slip-through? What's that? Why, it's the latest in diet pill medication. Utilizing the slip-through treatment, you can eat whatever you want, and you won't gain weight. In fact, of course, you'll lose it. Oh, well, give me it. Well, now, wait. Well, ah, there. Of course, there are certain side effects, uh, including oh, anal leakage, uh, projectile diarrhea, and of course, your bed sheets will look like an empty pizza box. Wait, what? Well, you got to understand, as the slip-through denies your body its ability to store fat, well, it, the food's got to go somewhere. So, of course, it slips through. Oh, you mean, oh, oh. Ah, uh, it 
it's working already. Slip Through, available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine pharmacies. Warning, Slip Through may result in projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, anal linkage, bleeding urine, bleeding eyes, uh, organ failure, and memory loss. You have been warned. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, um, BBC just announced uh, today that uh, Doctor Who will not be returning until 2020. Now, this had been a rumor earlier, and I thought it had been kind of shot down. And then the other rumor was that, well, there will be a series, but it'll be split, so they'd be about five or six episodes, and then the other rest would be in 2020 and that sort of thing. Uh, but no, the original was right. Uh, there's no series coming uh, next year. Uh, then it goes on to boast about the uh, consolidated average of 8.4 million uh, viewers and the ratings and whatnot. Well, uh then what's the deal? (laughs) What the iron is hot and you decide let's take a year long hiatus. Oh boy. Um, So now I really have to question this. Uh, Are are these ratings accurate? (laughs) I, you know, there's no way to find out, I suppose, but uh, this is very bizarre that you would do that. Uh, with a show that's supposed to be a smash hit, uh, and because uh, and the overnight uh, ratings weren't as big as the consolidated ones. Of course, the consolidated would add you know a million to three million extra uh, by episode and all that. But the trend was downward as it went, but it was still much better than the previous uh, season. And so you would think, well, there you go. You, you've hit something uh, that seems to attract viewers. And so you go forward and you, you, you don't cut them off. You give them more. Uh, instead, uh, <laughs> we'll see you in 2020. <laughs> um, so what is that about? You know, why? Um, you know, one of the reasons given for why there's no Christmas special is because, well, we have no ideas for it. <laughs> so, uh, boy, I think you can stretch that uh, for all the other episodes as well. Um, and so this makes no sense at all, unless, of course, it's something they're not telling us. And... Uh, you can see a trend going down from the numbers they give us, but how accurate are they? Are they? Or could it be worse? Plus, there's the uh, given business of the, the Doctor Who's a very expensive show to produce, so it needs to do very, very well, better than uh, other shows that don't cost as much, and uh, to justify uh, its existence, it's got to actually make money. You can't just uh, rest on the. Well, of course, in Britain they have the uh, the, the license fee that keeps pays for these shows. The shows are paid for at base pay already, but the expense of producing it uh, strips that out to where the you know the popularity of the show, the merchandising, all that has to do well uh, to uh, make it profitable to justify spending the kind of money it takes to produce a, a Doctor Who show. Now, uh, Doctor Who, over its history, has had shows where 
uh, the production and the effects and what were not all that great, but the story in and it of itself had its own charm and uh, gravitas to it that it didn't matter. Uh, and uh, qu- quite a few little corners are cut here and there. Uh, people who are clever and know how to do this with lighting and whatnot and all that sort of stuff were able to achieve that. Uh, but when the story in and of itself is crap to begin with, it really doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter uh, even if you have the budget. So there's really no excuse for there not to be a Doctor Who series in 2019. So uh, something really stinks here. <laughs> so Because uh, the shows just aren't that good. They're just not. There's all the curiosity and the excitement over the big change and all that. And that's understandable. Uh, certainly, uh, the first episode did uh, phenomenally well, and that's, that was to be expected. Uh, I haven't seen the final one yet, because uh, I'm here in the U.S. of A., and, uh, but as I'm recording this, rather. And uh, it, it, I suspect it'll have a, a, a tick up in, in numbers, de- depending on how accurate they are. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but that's about it. And so... Uh, it, if it's lower than that, if it's lower than what they expected and it's not matching what they need for the production costs, uh, then it, it, it fails. So I, I don't know, but I mean, they kept, they did more episodes in the previous season and the ratings were terrible. Um, I, so I, I'm, I'm at a loss to explain exactly, oh, what's going on here as to why this is happening. The other rumor was that, uh, Chibnall was not happy with the show despite his statement on this, <laughs> you know, but you know how that is. You can't really go by what the showrunner and the performers say because, uh, they're obligated to promote the show no matter what. And, uh, and I mean, well, uh, here's, uh, recently there was an interview with Christopher Eccleston, uh, with what was it, BBC Two Radio or something? Yeah, I'm not familiar with it all that, but anyway, uh, the subject about Doctor Who and what happened with his tenure there and how it ended so ended so quickly. And uh, the guy was saying, "Well, but you seemed so upbeat about it at the time." And uh, well, here's here's that uh, exchange. Well, you covered it very well because I remember interviewing you when uh, when it was about to launch, and, and I knew I was leaving, and I kept um, my word. Exactly, but you appeared to be fantastically excited. Well, that was my job. That was my job. Exactly. So up front, everything's happy-go-lucky. Behind the closed door, it's a funeral. <laughs> it could be the situation. So, and so the other rumor besides Chibnall being uh, upset or unhappy with things. Uh, is also that he wanted to leave and that he would leave after series 12, that he would give him one more and that would be it. And, uh, he admitted early on that he didn't even want the job. So that, that also gives some credence to this rumor and, uh, that, uh, Jody, uh, would leave with him. Yeah. She didn't want to work with someone new. And so this bit of news here about 2020, I think gives some amount of credence to that rumor that, uh, if there's going to be a 13 series, it probably won't involve uh, Jody. They'll have to get a new new doctor. So, boy, to take a year off when you're supposedly a uh, smash hit, uh, that's just, how do you argue that's smart? Uh, so something's got to be up. Um, and uh, that's just too bad for uh, Doctor Who overall. Um should have had better scripts. Uh, should have had ideas, and it clearly didn't. 
uh, and that's a shame. So uh, there we go. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens, of course, but it, it doesn't look good. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Former Miss Kentucky sends nude photos to young boy. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson, a former Miss Kentucky who now works as a middle school teacher in West Virginia was arrested and charged with sending topless photos of herself to a former student who is now... 15. According to a criminal complaint, Ramsey Beers used Snapchat to send the boy images of her nude breast chest area. When confronted by police, Beers, 28, reportedly confessed to sending the child four naked photos during the past several months. The investigation of Beers began when the boy's mother contacted cops and reported that her son had inappropriate photos on his phone that were sent to him by Beers, a teacher at Andrew Jackson Middle School in Cross Lanes, a Charleston suburb. The recipient of the images had attended the middle school from 6th to 8th grade, during which Ramsey Beers was a teacher. Charged with distribution of obscene matter to a minor, Beers made an initial appearance in Magistrate Court in Kanawha County. She is now free on $1,000 bond. If convicted of the felony count, Beers faces a maximum of five years in state prison and a $25,000 fine. Beers, then known as Ramsey Carpenter, was crowned Miss Kentucky in 2014 and subsequently competed in the Miss America pageant where she made the semifinals. During the talent competition, she played the violin. Just, just the violin. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. <laughs>